Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Print On Demand cast, the second episode of season three, the second episode of the new look, the new aesthetic, the second, the second episode rather that we've had a merch store available for you to go yeah. visit again, print on demandcast.com slash shop. I am wearing one of our shirts right now. It says dad jokes and information and education and podcast professionals and dad jokes. Easiest way to support the show. Go grab a shirt. I know I'm shilling from the start, but I'm okay with that because it's our show. Anyway, as always my co-host Travis Ross, Travis, how's it going, man? It's going all right, man. It's uh, you know, a hot day here in Colorado. We've had a hot yeah, summer, wrong. you know. We have. It's and, been uh, unse- unre- uh, not unseasonally, yeah. but unusually rather. It yeah. seems very spicy summer. Yeah, usually we have a couple, you know, maybe a couple weeks worth of 90 plus degree weather and this this summer we've had a lot more than that. And so today it was yeah. like 95 and um I'm in the shop right now and so at about five o'clock, everyone leaves around five thirty. So at five o'clock, I have the you know the thermostat kind of kicks off, so it's not cooling yeah. anymore. And so about six o'clock um, p.m., it's still hot outside, and I was getting a little toasty, so I had to turn the AC back on. So uh, oh, yeah. you know, so I could get through this without passing out on the camera. No, I don't blame you. I've had plenty of uh, of episodes where I have to turn the AC off. And then the, and the listener and the viewer doesn't know that I'm sweating my body weight by the time the episode is over, uh, because at the time all of my AC uh, remedies were were loud and they would show up. And I'm a podcast professional. We are both podcast professionals, so we don't want noisy fans bleeding over into the audio. Travis, how's things been going since episode 52? And have you heard any good feedback on our 52nd episode, the live we had with Chris Green? I haven't heard any feedback. Um, I mean, I've I've heard a few people say, you know, uh, that they they saw it, they listened. I talked to Uncle Mike, who was on, uh, you know, the live, and um, people seem to enjoy it. I, I looked at our downloads just before we clicked record, and it's higher than normal that episode, particularly. Yeah. Um, so that's a good thing, you know. I mean, I guess we did enough promotion about it that uh, people joined, and I I actually talked have talked to Chris since, and he he had a great time on the show. He's such a great guest. He's just so much yeah. energy and um yeah it's a good time so if you haven't listened go back last to last week and and give it a listen it's a little crazy because it was totally live the whole thing was live yeah. there was there a little was no bit net. of a delay <laughs> and yeah there was no net and and there were three of us so we were you know how you know josiah and i talk over each other all the time but then you add chris to the mix and it's <laughs> it gets pretty crazy but it was it was a good time uh had by all <laughs> yeah no absolutely uh, you know, on, on some of the Facebook comments on the live stream and from what I've seen, people seem to have enjoyed um, the show, the guest, of course, like you said, I'll echo your sentiments. Chris is a great guest. I'm glad he had a yeah. good time on the show because he's someone that I know will want to have back uh, frequently because he's just so full of knowledge and we haven't even scratched the surface. We seem to kind of dial in on one specific thing each time, but he's got a lot of knowledge in this space. So a lot of people love the guest. A lot of people loved the new look, the new aesthetic, the new logo, the new shirt. So there seems to be some some positive uh, interaction, some positive equity on the gamble that we made in kind of changing <laughs> the entire aesthetic of the show at yep. the one-year mark. But it seems to be something that people are enjoying. And speaking, Travis, of gambling, 
you and I, in case the listener doesn't know, we go to a free poker night each week. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm not there every week. You go more frequently than I do, mm-hmm. but um, it's a free poker night at a local bar in, in Erie. So why don't you tell the people a little bit about it? And then we'll just tell them the, the whole point of why we brought this up to, to brag on ourselves. But I'll let you go first because I crack open <laughs> yeah. this beer. So it's, it's one of those, uh, you know, it's a free poker night. Um, they, if you win, you get like, you know, $25 bar tab or a gift certificate. So, um, if you get second place, I think you get 20, it's like 30, 20 and 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I go, you know, it's fun. Uh, We used to have poker nights. Josiah used to host them. Uh, his uncle in law. That's a weird thing that we've. Yeah. Should, yeah. It was your we, uncle in law, basically. Basically, yeah. my, my brother, essentially, is how Josh yeah. refers to me. But yeah, uncle in law, technically. <laughs> on paper. Yeah. So we, we used to do that. And, and we would have a poker night every, you know, every month over at Josh's yeah. house. And then Josh yep. selfishly moved to Texas. And uh, so we've still not forgiven him for that. Um, <laughs> but he's actually, he's actually going to be back uh, tomorrow mm-hmm. night for yeah. the Wednesday night game where actually he's in, he's going to come to the Erie game, um, at, at the bar there. So, yeah, so I go and it's, it's usually two tables and then they'll, you know, kind of come to a final table. I think one night, um, there were three tables. So that was a lot of fun, yeah. but, um, but yeah, it's, it's just a good time. A lot of, it's a fast paced game. They raise the blinds really fast. If you're not into poker, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But um, it's people it's are like, good, what are blinds? Why are they raising yeah. blind people really fast? This is very strange. <laughs> but it's a good time. So, yeah. So, a few weeks ago, uh, I went and um, did really well and yeah. actually won that evening. And so, and so they, this is like an association of, of, it's like a, whole bunch of they have games all over at different places along the in Colorado um, right front range yeah around yeah. the front range yeah. in Colorado and then they have this thing that they call it's like the championship or something and it's like a $1500 they have like 12 tables and it's a big yeah. big deal it's huge. but you yeah. have to you have to win one of the games on a specific night when they are giving what's called a golden ticket so you can get in to yeah. this uh this championship game and so i actually won a golden ticket a couple of weeks you ago did. and then you did not not two weeks later probably yeah probably and, last uh, week last week's game yeah won a golden ticket and in fact we have uh visual proof of yeah. it right here in, watch case you guys think, in case you guys think we're liars uh here we go we have the golden ticket right there in each of our hands. Um, Travis took first place and I, I ended up taking second, but the gentleman that I lost to already had a golden ticket. So the golden ticket deferred to me and I'm not going to let that diminish the fact that I went through the entire table. Uh, yeah. that night. So two tables, actually it was two tables that I outlasted and got second place. So it was a good night overall. And, uh, just yeah. a little insight to your podcast professionals that we both enjoy poker. It's something that my dad, uh, always did, uh, with us. And so with me growing up and we play poker and so I've, I've played my whole life. So yeah, it's a good time. And, uh, yeah. if you ever see us in person, maybe at ISS, we can have a, a hotel room, Texas, Hold'em poker. Tournament. Yeah, it'd be a good time. Josiah is actually yeah. a really good dealer. Um, I, I think, I mean, I'm excited to play in the game, but I think I'm most excited that I get to meet Willy Wonka. Yeah, I, I just hope it's the Gene Wilder version. Is he still alive? He's not. Oh, he's not. So he's not. We should Google that. Yeah, one second. Uh, Gene, I don't think he is. Really? I don't remember. 
Yeah. Yep. Everyone he died in 2016. He did. It's been a oh. hot minute. So sorry, Gene. So I guess if I can at least meet uh, Ed, Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka impersonator, I'll be okay. And we'll <laughs> tell that to the organizer of this event when we see her uh, tomorrow night. So uh, now that all of you have endured our bragging on ourselves <laughs> and not you non-poker players, uh, I hope you haven't just, you know, stopped listening. Just hit the fast forward button. So yeah, we got two um, golden tickets and we are the master of bantering and we are the Bruce banters. If you, that's another mm. dad joke. Actually, it's a really bad pun and bad dad joke. But speaking <laughs> of dad jokes, Travis, we would be remiss if we uh, did not give the people our newest segment, this week's Weekly Dad Joke. Time for the Weekly Dad Joke. So the other day, Travis, I found a 2,000-year-old stain. Yeah. Seriously? 2,000 years Se- old? Seriously. Turns out it was from ancient Greece. And that was this week's dad joke of the week. Please use it around your water cooler and let us know if you do. And then be sure to give us credit because someone didn't once and we're still waiting for our check. So as we move on, Travis, this week from our weekly dad joke, let's go. And we have, I feel like we haven't had one of these at least in a while, maybe well, a week for sure. But we're going to go straight into this week's point of interest. Oh, bro. I'm just so bored. I don't know what to do. Yo, bro, you know what you need? Some point of interest. Yeah. Radical. Tip top. Now that's dank. Travis, tell the people uh, what we stumbled upon is before we press record uh, and tell them what is this week's point of interest? Yeah, so I don't know, a week ago, a couple weeks ago, I got an email from... Uh, stamps.com who uh, powers ship station which is what we use yep. to ship all of our products and such and uh, they were talking about a post office uh, they called it peak season rate increase and so um, so yeah bump bump uh, <laughs> it's a sad 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 day but yeah we yeah. we are um, we're getting ready to be in the Q4 and so uh I am pulling up. I, I lost that link, Josiah. Oh, it's in our here. Let me let me pull it up because I uh, just want to make sure I get the dates right. But yeah, it starts right. on October third, um, and, and it ends and then it, December twenty sixth. I think according to yeah, that, exactly what they said. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, I mean, if you were in POD last year, you know how long the delays were for holiday, oh, and. I mean, the post office just got crushed because yeah. people were staying home because of COVID and, you know, they weren't going out to the stores. So they were doing a lot of their shopping online. I mean, last yeah. year's Q4 was probably the 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 largest e-commerce Q4 in the history of man. Um, and so the post office really bared a lot of the brunt of delivering that stuff along with, you know, FedEx, UPS, all the other usual sure. suspects. Um, but you combine that with the fact that they had people that were staying home, you know, that basically said, I don't want to work anymore because I'm, you know, afraid to getting mm-hmm. COVID or whatever. They had fewer workers and more packages. And so they really got hit hard. And so this year they are doing this uh, peak holiday shipping rate increase, which really is kind of across the board. And they say it's going to end December 26th. You know, time is will it, tell. We'll see. Is it <laughs> Is it yeah, really? exactly. <laughs> we don't know. 
Um, I mean, they might like that extra money so much that they just keep it. But I mean, first class packages <laughs> since I've started POD have just continued to go up and up and up yeah. and up. Yep. Um, but you know, that's, that's the way of the world right now. Um, sure. So, so for instance, any first class package that you send between October 3rd and December 26th this year, uh, will have a 30 cent increase on any package. Um, yep. and that's from one ounce to 15.999 ounces, um, yep. which is obviously right under a pound, which Sure. defines it as first class. first class and that's all zones from so it doesn't matter how far you're shipping it um you're still going to get dinged on that extra 30 cents obviously you know you ship a zone nine it's still going it's going to be the highest rate plus 30 cents sure. you ship a zone one it's going to be the lowest rate plus 30 cents 30 cents yeah yeah so that's on first class what about priority josiah yeah, so for for priority, what we're looking at here, I'm going to pull this up real quick. Again, for those of you watching, I'm pulling up everything on the fly because, well, that's what we do here because we're podcast professionals. Uh, so for, for for priority, you're looking at if it's zero to ten pounds, zones one and two, you're looking at a twenty five cent increase for zones one, two, three, and four. Uh, but then anything above that, seventy five cents uh, from eleven pounds to twenty pounds, which I don't know. I mean. God bless you if you're sending 20 pounds worth of print-on-demand product to one person because uh, you're making some good dollars. But in that case, it's a dollar fifty for zones one, two, three, and four, and then uh, again f- above that is three dollars. Uh, zones twenty-one or sorry, twenty-one pounds to seventy pounds, you're going to look at two fifty for zones one through four, and then zone five is five dollars. So again, that means that you'll pay the highest rate plus whatever that increase is. So whatever yeah. that incre- whatever the rate is standard for that priority for that weight class, then you're going to add 250 or $5 or $3 or whatever that looks like. So that's what priority is looking at uh, for this increase. And like Travis said, it could uh, be, they could be true to their word and say, hey, December 26, we're going to give you a Christmas gift and knock this off. But we don't know if that's actually going to happen or not because as Travis said, uh, it it is. Uh, they could just like the money. So, uh, so Travis, here's a question. We're we're talking about zones ones and zone two and zone threes, mm-hmm. and it sounds like we're breaking down a Hunger Games map. But what I need <laughs> to know from you, uh, and what the li- listener probably wants to know is, what is a zone? What are we talking about when we say zone one, one, two, three, four? What is a zone? <laughs> sure. So, um, basically, the entire United States has been broken up into zones. Okay. And when we talk about zone one, two, it's not like you start, you know, zone ones in California and zone nines in New York. It's not like that. <laughs> um, the way they do it is wherever you start your zone zero, if you will, or sure, actually, sure. I think actually it's zone one. So if I send a, you know, yeah. a postcard to Josiah, he, it's going to be a zone one price. So, um, and I'm going to ask him why he didn't just give it to me. Why did you? Exactly. No, it's funny though because sometimes I'll. It, it's funny I'll I'll ship packages. You know, I'll get an order or whatever, and I'm yeah. like, oh, no, this sure, is, this is in Broomfield. I could deliver yeah. this. You know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that's zone one, and then so the further out you get from your home zone, if you will, is how it's going to. So if you're in if you're in California, when you ship to New York, it's going to be zone nine or it's going to, you know, it's going to be nine. Actually, it's going to be more, probably more zones than nine away, but nine is the highest zone that you'll get charged for. So maybe anything, you know, from like 
I don't know, Tennessee on might be zone nine. Um, and sure. don't quote me on that. I don't, if you were in California, but maybe if you're in Kansas and you ship to Tennessee, maybe it's only zone seven um, because you're closer. So that's how, so the cent- more central you are, um, you know, the, the, as you're going towards the coasts, you might, you know, kind of only get to zone seven or zone eight. Um, you know, obviously the most population lives in the East coast. And so most of the East coast, I mean, most of your sales would be East coast. And so, yeah, so there you go. So wherever you're at on this map, you can see where the different zones are. And as Josiah moves it, uh, we're showing a map of the U S and it's an interactive map. So go all the way over to California, Josiah, and you can see, so when you're in California, you know, most of the right half of the entire country is zone nine. And then if you go all the way, like over to New York or Florida, most of the left side of the country is going to be zone nine. Um, but yeah. like if for us, we're in Colorado, go over to Colorado. So only like Maine and maybe the tippy yeah. tippy tip of Florida might be zone nine uh, for us. Everything's right. going to be less than that. Of course, Alaska and Hawaii yeah. are pretty much always going to sure. be zone nine. <laughs> sure. um, Regardless of where you go, they're pretty zone nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so we've talked about this before. I just thought the interactive map is yeah. something cool that, you know, we, we've shared this before. Um, Josiah, make sure you send that to me so I can put it in our in our show notes so people can see it that aren't able yeah. to watch the YouTube video. Yeah, for sure. And if you're wondering what map we're talking about, again, we do have a YouTube channel, uh, Print on Demand Cast. You can subscribe. We upload video versions of the uh, episodes that we do because sometimes we do have cool visuals like this uh, that can help you kind of understand what we're looking at and, and what we're talking about. And, uh, you know, we'll probably put some clips on our Facebook page as well on the Facebook group, which again, of course, is printedomancast.com slash Facebook. And you're all sick of me saying it, but I'll say it until each and every one of you joins it. <laughs> And if you don't, I will find you and I'll make you at it myself. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that, that is, uh, is pertinent information to know as we go into the holidays, because you're going to want to adjust accordingly if you're shipping it yourself or just know that the shipping that you're going to be paying, um, is increasing. It's just good information overall yeah. to know, um, because and you just want to be aware every, every penny counts. Yeah. And if you're shipping through, you know, if, if you are fulfilling through someone else, their prices might have to go up a little bit. And yep. so you'll want yep, to, totally. you know, have a little grace for them because they're going to be paying that extra. And, and so they likely will pass it on to you. Yep, absolutely. So folks, hopefully you have found that to be as interesting as we did to make it a point of interest. Uh, and hopefully it's also beneficial to you going into this holiday season, but that wraps it up for this week's point of interest. And with that, we're going to move into this week's main event of the evening or episode. Travis, this week's uh, main event is something that we've talked about a couple of times. Chris Green's brought it up a couple of times. But as we have decided to, uh, for season three, kind of pivot into an approach for those who are beginning or that are new or newer to the print on demand cast game. Cause we realize that mm-hmm. you are listeners. The majority of the demographic of you aren't necessarily in production every day. Like Travis and I are. Uh, and, and for the last two seasons, we've talked a lot about production. We've talked a lot about the ins and outs of hiring and, and HR and that kind of stuff, because that's the world in which Travis and I are living on a day-to-day basis. But we understand mm-hmm. that for a lot of you out there, you're just hiring companies like Travis, Travis's or myself's company, uh, you know, make your mark design or what for apparel or a printful or a Teespring or whatever. 
to do it for you. And so a lot, not a lot of that is, is applicable uh, to what you're doing. So we want to kind of get to content that applies kind of unilaterally across the board. And one of the things that is the most important uh, when, regardless of what stage of the business you're in or regardless of what you're doing, drop shipping or otherwise is answering the question, what is your why? That is one of the most important questions when you're starting in a print on demand business or any business for that matter. Uh, But Mm -hmm. Travis, why do you, when you're starting out in this kind of venture, what is the necessity? Why is there a necessity to answer the question, why? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that, um, you know, anytime, so what I have learned in business or one of the things that I have learned in business is that anytime you can slow down and reflect Mm-hmm. on a larger issue or, or, um, I used to work for a guy, uh, years ago and he would always, whenever there was an issue, he would say, okay, let's stop and let's define the problem. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's get, you know, get all of our emotions out of it and like mm-hmm. really strip it back to its basic issue. And then from there we can potentially create a better solution. And so this is really similar to that in my mind. It's really forcing yourself to kind of peel back all of the layers and all of the, you know, the social media and all of the other stuff that, and, and, and family members and um, all of the, the, the external pressures and really focusing in on your, you and your heart and your desires yeah. um, to really kind of get to that core issue of, because, you know, if you're going to start a business you're, you're not only trying to solve a problem for other people, you're also, there's something, it's not necessarily, I mean, problem may not be the best word for it, but you're trying to solve an issue. You're trying to create something that helps you in some way. And so what is that? That is your why. And so why do you need a why? Well, you need a why because in the hard times when you inevitably hit a hit a wall or you have a huge problem or, you know, a supplier, uh, you know, runs out of a certain t-shirt color or whatever, or a customer cusses you out and posts a, ter- posts a terrible review for you <laughs> on social media yeah. or something like that. Any of those things that have happened to all of us that have been in this business for a while. Sure. Um, one of the reasons you need a why is because you can back, you can kind of lean on that in those times because it'll yeah. keep you motivated to continue because you know that even though all of this stuff's kind of falling on you, that's not the yeah. whole thing. That's not the whole, sure. th- there's a deeper reason that you're doing this. Um, so that's one reason, just just to keep you motivated, yeah. to keep you driven, to keep you mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. in those hard times. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And, and so in doing that, and, and, and the, the answer to that question, your why, uh, and, and keeping you driven and motivated kind of becomes your compass. And, and your, your why becomes your true north. And so as you're navigating these different things that are inevitably going to, you know, problems, scenarios that are inevitably going to come up, um, your why will act as your true north and inform the path you take and your decisions. Is this going to be beneficial to my why? Is this going to help me reach my why? Or is this going to detract? Is this going to take me away or further away from my why? And it just kind of gives you a guide to make decisions. And so that's another reason why it's important because 
Travis and I have talked on this show a million times and our guests have talked a million times on the show about the shiny object syndrome. And there's <laughs> so much potential to get caught up on, on what's new and what's the newest trend, the newest thing, the newest business idea, the newest business model. And so having a why is a lot of the times can inform whether or not you should entertain those ideas. Is it going to detract? Is it going to distract? Or is it going to help you towards your why? Um, yeah. Which is going to, to definitely help you in the long run as you continue your business, whether you're doing drop shipping or whether you're doing uh, in-house production yourself. Yeah. I, I also think that another you know reason to, to kind of define this why um, would be it to your point, it will help you to be able to say no easier <laughs> to, to opportunities that come up that maybe yeah. don't necessarily yeah. align with your why. So one of the cool things about defining your why is that um, not only once you define your why, the next thing that you'll do just naturally is you'll kind of it'll like, like Josiah just said, it'll, it'll really inform your path. It'll inform your decision-making and, and how you want to folk, you know, focus on your business, how you want to um, move forward, the things you want to focus on. And, and I think any business book you read out there, um, they're going to tell you to focus. That's like one of the, you know, they may say it in a different way, but that's really at the core of the issue. Focusing you know, in a direction in a specific direction is always going to be better than, you know, like just, I said, the shiny object syndrome or kind of just always doing the new thing. Um, you'll never get anything done. You'll just spin your wheels. Uh, but if you focus, you can actually get some traction, move down the road. And so by defining your why you inevitably will define your what <laughs> and the, the yeah. kind of the who you'll, you'll, you'll be able to <laughs> define your customer base, who is your ideal customer. And when you yeah. define all of these things, it's a lot easier to say no to something that would hijack your why or your what, sure. um, or your who and, 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 and take you off course um, because you have that so solidly uh, dis- decided for yourself. You've you've yeah. put in the time and the effort to really decide. So I, th- yeah. I think you know to to informing you know informing your path and your decision. Right, it it brings you into a place where you can um, you can avoid being overwhelmed by uh, by extraneous extraneous things you know that are yeah. trying to pull for your attention so i, yeah, I think it's very important to have your why and kind yeah, of nail it down it's interesting you know you've heard the five w's who what when where why uh, but why always seems to be at the at the bottom of that list so we're just maybe advocating you start with why because why can inform the who what when where of everything mm-hmm. and and so knowing your why can inform the rest of of those questions like travis was saying so travis what are some uh, potential answers. There's lots of answers uh, to this question. What's your why? But what yeah. are some potential ones that, that come to your mind when, when you're thinking, you know, when someone asks you, well, what's your why? Or when you ask someone, what's your why? What are the things you're kind of anticipating to hear back from that person when you're kind of feeling out the reason that they've they've started an endeavor into, you know, this business model or, or any business model for that matter? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that you'll hear, and I think um, can can go either way, really. Uh, people want a side income, you know, yeah. and I think yeah. that that can be a good why to begin with and that you build upon, um, yeah. you know, you want a side income. 
But then you need to even peel that back further, in my opinion, and say, well, why do you want a side income? Because there's going to be, I think, a deeper why behind that. Um, yeah. And that, but that can also, you know, we'll we'll talk about dangerous answers to that question later. But <laughs> that can also kind of veer off into another direction that can be um, really dangerous. Because if you're just doing it for a side income, then then you want every job, every customer, and you're going to put yourself yeah. through crap to get. Um, you know, the, the orders in and, 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 you know, you're gonna have to work with people that you don't necessarily want to work with. And, um, you're going to burn the candle at both ends because of that being your why that yeah. said, I don't think that, I think that can also be a very healthy starting point to defining your why. I think, again, sure. I think it goes deeper than that, but that's, that's one potential answer to that question. I mean, there's a, there's there's some more. What what yeah, else? Yeah, there's think? there's uh, definitely others. Other ones out there. Like uh, I know one of the answers. It, it's kind of in conjunction with the side income is to get out of a job or become self-employed. So that's kind of when you when you start it for a side income, the inevitable or the the not the inevitable, but the the ideal outcome from I just want a side income is to say, well, I've built this thing up enough to where now I can actually make it my job i can get out of the job that i would that i that i'm working and become self employed and make this something that i can do on my own terms my i can set my own schedule i don't have to answer to anybody and now i'm experiencing a level of freedom uh, that i didn't have before and so that's my why i, I want to get out of of the job i'm working i want to be self employed i want to be able to work remotely and so that's another very viable reason uh to to start an income or sorry to start a print on demand uh, a business. So another re- reason Travis and, and that I've heard occasionally is it's kind of like an artistic expression. You know, you started it just because you're a designer and it's fun and you you come up with ideas and you come up with things that that you think are cool or you you're, you're messing around on Photoshop whatever and you just want to have an outlet for that kind of 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 passion and have a platform yeah. to post and just kind of you know see what see what sticks, right? You I mean you're designing them anyway. It's something that you love to do. Why not throw it on a shirt? Yeah, exactly. I think that that whole artistic expression thing is is a great why. You know, um, there are people in this world that are very creative, and um, you know, my my wife, uh, you know, she'll like make these really cool drawings just as she's just sitting around and whatever. I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. I mean, all of my drawings look like stick figures. You know, I mean, they're really bad. Yeah, so she's she's got a talent for that. Now, I mean, she's never, she's even talked about recently. She's like, I'd love to take an art class, you know? And I'm like, you didn't take an art class? Cause that's damn good. <laughs> yeah, <no doubt. laughs> she, she never got formally trained, but she's obviously got talent. Um, right. and she has other ways to, to, um, express her creativity, but there are people that are very, very bent this way. And yeah. I think, um, you know, print on demand can be an incredible, incredible outlet for somebody's artistic expression. Um, so I think that, that, that could be a great why, you know, I I think another, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I completely agree with that because, well, first of all, any drawing that I do is also very stick figure like of all the artistic expressions I'm capable of musically. I can't put pencil to paper and make anything that's worth a damn. Uh, if (laughs) if my life depended on it, but again, my wife can, can sketch and, and make, really awesome stuff. But I know a lot of people, um, you know, friends of mine that are graphic designers, a guy that comes to mind specifically is a Canadian friend of mine who 
makes sketches and cartoon drawings and he just landed himself a deal with uh, a, a company to make, you know, it's basically uh, cut and sew shirts, button ups. And his artwork is now on there because he pursued his passion and he just started making designs and it was, he, he got kind of some attention for some of it. And now he's got a lot of lucrative stuff coming in, but he started because yeah. hey, I just like drawing and this is yeah. something that I can do. So uh, the artistic expression uh, is an incredibly viable reason uh, why to 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 get into this. So, uh, Travis, what were you going to say before I brought up my inability to draw? <laughs> I was actually just going to say, <laughs> I, I was actually kind of going to peel the curtain back on um, something that I, you know, one of my whys, I guess. And yeah. and I, I realized that we're going to do that later. So sure, I don't no, want to necessarily, ahead. you know, let the cat out of the bag, so to speak. Um <laughs> So maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll save that and we'll use that at the end when we talk about our individual whys when we share yeah, those sure. with our listeners. Sure. Yeah, for sure. So, so so we talked about some potential answers and you mentioned also there's some dangerous answers to this question. And yeah. when you, you and I were kind of writing this out and kind of getting the ideas, I think one of the the primary the one we started with is is kind of the tent pool bad answer <laughs> to getting into really any business not again not just print on demand uh but but the idea of well this is get it's a get rich quick i can just throw some stuff on uh merch by amazon or i can throw some stuff on 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 uh, you know redbubble or i can throw some stuff on you know spring or whatever and hey, I'm, I'm just it's just gonna come you know my ship is going to arrive basically. <laughs> so yeah, that, that is one of the most dangerous answers that you can have for your why. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the reasons I said the side income can kind of be a bad answer, you know, because <laughs> it does it, does the site, the desire to have a side income as your why come from a get rich quick mentality? Mm, sure. Um, because if it does, that's, that's just not going to do it. I mean, you're, you're yeah. going to hit some hard times, some rough waters, and your ship's going to sink, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. because it's just not going to, it's not enough to get you through. Or what's going to happen is that you're going to realize that this is freaking hard work. Like the business in and of itself is hard work. Yeah. So I will say this, and I've heard this said before on other podcasts, print on demand is super simple, yeah. but it's not easy. And I think that really sums it up, you know? And so if you think this is a get rich quick scheme or that it's going to be super easy and, you know, you're going to put up some designs and all of a sudden the, you know, the floodgates are going to open and dollar bills are going to be flooding your feet. (laughs) It ain't going to happen, man. It just ain't going to happen. It is, it's super simple. I mean, and I think there is a very low barrier to entry for people to get into this, but I think just as many that's almost, well, not just as many, but a large percentage of people that start with print on demand, they get out just as fast because it's hard work. Sure. Sure. It's not easy. And so you need to know that if your why is, you know, because, you know, you want to get rich quick or you want a side income that's really easy and simple and super, you know, I can just blah, 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 bam, bam, bam. And, you know, bada boom, bada bing. I got, you know, Lamborghini in my driveway. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have my a Lamborghini rocket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have a Lamborghini. Josiah doesn't have a Lamborghini. No, uh, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's a lot of hard no. work. No, it and, is, um, and it's it's fulfilling work. Um, but I think the the reason I can say that is because I do have a why that I can fall sure. back on. Sure. In the hard times, 
So there's yeah. other, I mean, there's another one we talked about earlier, uh, like a dangerous yeah. answer to that question too. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, these, these kind of, you know, tie into each other really easily. Mm-hmm. But, but the, the other one is like, well, everyone said it was easy. There was a course. I watched a YouTube video. <laughs> there was a guru and he said that if I signed up for his course and I paid him this much money, that I could be making a six-figure income from Merch by Amazon. So I'm just going to do it because I can make mm-hmm. that six-figure income from Merch by Amazon. Uh, they're very, these, these two answers are very much intertwined in yeah. an, you know, to each other. Uh, I understand that, that, that guru that, that you're paying this course from uh, didn't get rich quick. He's basically <laughs> giving you all the highlights and the, most, and the tools, but not telling you necessarily how to make you know, something out of this piece of granite you have. You're going to have to do the chipping away yourself, and you're not just going to make a you know, David sculpture on your first try. You're going to go through some slabs of granite before you make something that's even resembling a human, basically. Yeah. So it's yeah. not a, a get-rich-quick thing and you might be listening to this and thinking well no no it is no i don't, I don't believe you. it's uh, i can't believe they're trying to deter me we're not trying to deter you from from starting in pod we're just trying to i guess manage expectations let you know for your benefit yeah. this isn't a get rich quick thing and we want to spare you the disappointment <laughs> that yeah. will inevitably send in and know that yeah you can make a good income and you can make a living doing this but it's not going to happen overnight or in two months or in three months or in so it's 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 a, a slow it's a it's a long game basically yeah so so you might you might There's, just you might be kind of off put that we're like hey this isn't a get rich quick thing but we're just trying to inform you from two people who have seen every ins and outs of, of this whole thing. The same with kind of selling, you know, FBI on Amazon. Everyone thought of it, everyone thinks, well, I can just do it and get rich quick, but there's such an incredible amount of fall off from first year mm-hmm. sellers on Amazon or first year merch by Amazon sellers or people that want to get into POD in their first year, they just quit because no one sat them down and said, Hey, this isn't a get rich quick. You're going to yeah. have to have a game plan. It's going to be a long play, but it can be successful. It's simple, but not easy. Like you said, which I think is a fantastic way to kind of sum, sum that up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much behind the scenes. It's not just about designing and yeah. posting, you know, there's so sure. much more to this. And, yeah. um, and and anybody that tells you different is is trying to sell you something. Exactly. <laughs> is a guru that's selling you, know. you a course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's, you know, frankly, we, you know, we've had people on here that have courses and have trainings and all of that stuff. Some of that stuff, you know, we've looked at and it's it's good stuff. Um, but even that, even that good stuff still isn't gonna, you know, prepare you for that social media blast that a, sure. a upset customer had. Or mm-hmm. they're not gonna necessarily, you know tell you how to balance your, you know, or do enter your stuff into the right bookkeeping software to where when tax time comes, you're ready. You know, I mean, so there's a lot of other things that you don't think about when you think print on demand that are more businessy, if you will. Yeah. And, um, you know, but that's, that's, it's kind of, it's it's kind of the nuts and bolts, right? It's the, right. It's the minutia of it. It's, you know, it's almost like, you know, this is kind of the anti- uh, guru podcast kind of letting you know that there are just, there are things that are going to happen that that these courses may not prepare you for and there's there's tools that we can that we're trying to give you as lo- as well as personal experience to to help you understand that when you hit certain points or roadblocks or or what or frustrations that it's completely natural and it's not time to give up just because you haven't made a lot of money 
and you've hit this right. court, you've hit this roadblock and you're not, you know, on a yacht somewhere. Uh, it's, <laughs> there, it's just Travis and I are, genuinely the reason we started this is because we want to see other people succeed in this space. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course we want to see each other succeed in this space and doing so requires that we're just very transparent and honest with the expectations of this just isn't one of those things that you're, you're just going to start and be driving a new Tesla tomorrow yeah. or next month or whatever. So um, it's very much a long play, but it's, it is doable and it's rewarding and it's rewarding because right. it's not easy stuff that comes easy. Isn't necessarily the most rewarding yeah. stuff. You don't have a lot of value that you place on stuff that you're just given that came really easy, but you value, but you value the things that you work hard for, uh, which is just something to keep in mind. Yeah. So, so what do you do with all of this? I mean, you know, you might've already fast forwarded cause you're sick of us just moaning on about how hard <laughs> this thing is. Uh, but I, I think, you know, we're, we're just trying to give you insight. And I think if you really take yeah. a minute and you, you strip all of this stuff back and you really internalize some of the things we're saying and go, what is my, why, what, you know, what, why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this so badly? Is it because of somebody, yeah. you know, something somebody said and I need to prove myself or, okay, well, why do I need to prove myself, you know, and, sure. and dig into that. Um, Simon Sinek uh, is an amazing author and he wrote a book yeah. called Start With Why. Um, he also yeah. has a TED Talk on YouTube. You can look it up. Just it's the same title, Start With Why. Dude, it's freaking amazing. And, it, yeah. you know, you watch the TED Talk and you're going to immediately go buy the book. <laughs> and it's incredible. So if you need a place to start, um, that is a great place to start. That'll really help you ask the right questions because that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about asking yourself the right questions and forcing yourself to slow down quick enough to answer or slow down enough, not quick enough (laughs) to slow down enough to answer those questions that you're asking yourself. And so, yeah, check out Simon Sinek, start with why, but let's, let's flip the script a little bit um, and talk about, I mentioned it a little while ago, um, our individual whys, uh, why we're doing this, what's our purpose. Um, Josiah, why don't you start? Why don't you tell us what, um, as you've reflected, what's your why for doing POD? Yeah, for sure. Well, this is something that, you know, of course the, the, the first answer is something that I, that, that I can build to provide for, my family, my wife, my future kids, my two Shih Tzus who we treat like kids, uh, but they're very cheap to provide for. So they're not, they're not too crazy. Uh, so no, but obviously it's, you know, you want to provide for your family, but for me, it's also working towards the ability to, uh, to, to be able to travel, to be able to, to work remotely, to be able to kind of, you know, not like we talked about, have those typical nine to five, um, typical job expectations, mm-hmm. not expectations, yeah. but you know, you don't have to answer necessarily uh, to, to the typical you know system or, or hierarchy, but beyond that and not to get too philanthropic with my answer, but um, there is this idea because if you're, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that Travis and I are both uh, involved in church and both involved in, in ministries and worship, but there's this, there's this, underlying current of a desire to be able to build a business that is successful to allow it to be able to fund endeavors, missions, charities, you know, ministry work that 
that makes it to a point where I can go and do that without expecting anything in return. And I, we, my wife and I can travel and we can be able to bless people. And even when it comes to employment, give people who may not have a second chance available to them, give them a second chance and give them employment and, and give them a fresh start and, and to tr- travel and to be able to, to speak and bless people and to just be really um, loving without needing a monetary, uh, um, a, monet- a monetary element to kind of justify or to make it worth it, if that makes sense. So, so really that, that for me is like, cause I'm super passionate about that stuff. I'm super passionate about, being able to to make posit- a positive impact, and I would love to be able to do that uh, without having to worry about well, where's the money coming from, or how are we going to make this work, or yeah, we sure. want, I want we want to fund this trip. So, but to build the business to a point where it's able to fund those type of things, and when I say fund, I mean obviously through my income, not necessarily through the business itself. Like, well, for apparel is mm-hmm. not going to be like coming to Cambodia, what for apparel presents like nothing like that. It's just <laughs> being able, being able to do those kind of endeavors without the stress of, of, of a financial burden on the people that we're going to, to be with or on our end. So I think that's kind of the underlying thing for me is just being able to, to have something that provides me the opportunity to do the things that I'm very passionate about. Not, not that I'm not passionate about POD. I am, uh, but it's certain there's other things that are good for my soul that I'm very passionate about that I want to be able to do and building a business to a point where it's successful financially to be able to do those things easily is the thing that keeps me going when orders are slow. You know what I mean? Like it's just that, <laughs> that overarching reason. Sure. So um, again, not to, not to be too, um, I don't know, like I said, philanthropic, but that is, that is part of it as well, as well as of course. So I want to be able to, uh, I think, you know, put in the work to be able to, to work, uh, when I want and be able to, to work remotely. But of course that point's not here because there's hard work to put, to do before you get to that point. Yeah. But, uh, that, that's, that's, that's part of it for me, man. What about you, Travis? What is your reason why as you've had time to reflect, um, for your business? What, what is your true North? What's the, what's that compass pointing towards for you? Yeah, I have similar philanthropic um <laughs> that's a good word can i just uh, say ideas. philanthropic yeah. is a ten dollar word i just want to say it that is. and i think we need to start putting <laughs> that back in the everyday uh vocabulary the vernacular uh philanthropic use it use it around the water cooler and tell them where you got it from and then tell them to subscribe and leave a five-star review for the incredible vernacular that your hosts <laughs> use all right continue <laughs> so i think um I mean, that's, that's definitely, uh, as you were talking, I was, you know, resonating with that. Um, but I, you know, it's it's definitely, there's a, there's a financial element, you know, providing for my family, providing a, you know, even, even a retirement, if you will, like the business kind of, I mean, we have some retirement, but like the business really is kind of our plan for retirement, whether or not we sell it or continue to run it into our golden years, as it were, um, you know, so, or maybe even potentially pass it down. If, you know, if my son, uh, you know, continues to work for me and continues to enjoy it and wants to take on more and more responsibility. So there's, there's a generational, you know, kind of thing there and just a providing for my family and, and, and providing opportunities for them. Uh, so that's definitely one of them. I think one of the things that, um, when I was reflecting, I was talking to a good friend and you, you know, the friend I'm talking about Luke and Luke, um, a a mutual friend of ours, has an incredible way with words and really an incredible way with 
communication and just the ability to really dig and understand what somebody is saying and help them understand with what, what they're saying. And so yeah. he, he has, uh, um, helps brands. Uh, one of the things he does is helps brands define their messaging because he's so good at this. And so he was just helping me try to formulate kind of a mission statement, if you will, or something that would give me and my people, you know, my, my employees yeah. and all that, um, you know, purpose beyond just, you know, time to make the donuts, you know, <laughs> and Ooh, donuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, just kind of their head down and just make make the thing, make the thing, make the sure. thing. Um, and one of the things that he helped me realize was that, you know, the things that we sell are giftable. You know, they're yeah. so so something that I realized and that really has helped me kind of be excited about some of the things that we do is that we get to create products that give a little bit of a little bit of happiness and joy um to whoever sure. gets them. You know, yeah. and so when somebody unwraps that Christmas present or that birthday present or whatever, and they read that coffee mug or that, or they see that t-shirt, you know, there's a laughter, there's a camaraderie among yeah. the people that are there and the, the, the bonds that are made, you know, in that moment, um, that's kind of cool. That's a special thing. And, yeah. and that, that helped me kind of, you know, formulate some of our, as we did, went through our strategic planning back in, I think we did it in February, March. Um, of this year, that was part of what we talked about in our, yeah. you know, as we were going through our mission and, and, and that I have to say, as we've gotten more and more local clients and we've done these markets, I've really enjoyed seeing the joy on people's faces when I hand them a brand new patch hat, you know, that we just made for them. And they're like, sure. Oh, wow, this is so cool. That to me is something that, um, I carry, you know, that, that, that motivates me that I, I want sure. to see that, that smile. I want to be able to serve that customer. And so really the end consumer, the end customer that has a smile on their face is part of my why. Um, sure. And it's our company, part of our company's why. And then beyond that, the, the financial stability to be able to do things with my wife, much like you just said, you know, yeah. uh, philanthropy and, you know, traveling and doing things for free that we might've had to charge for if we didn't have the financial wherewithal to yeah. uh, support ourselves in, you know, ministry endeavors or, or even just traveling, you know, I've always wanted to travel. So oh, yeah. some of those yep. things, um, you know, those are, those are a few of my whys as I've kind of, again, taken time. I mean, it took me, uh, several years doing print on demand before I had that conversation with Luke and he really helped me yeah. kind of identify that part of the why. Um, so it might not be something that's just going to come to you, you know, as you're sure. driving down the road, listen to this podcast, it may come a year from now and that's okay. Yeah. As yeah. long as you get there, <laughs> as long yeah, as you, totally. you know, stay the course, <laughs> you know, and, and don't give up yeah. in the meantime. Um, but yeah, so I, I think, and then to your point also, I think, um, building a, a business where people enjoy coming to work and have, yep. um, have purpose and meaning and, and, and yep. there's a camaraderie here and we're all on the same team and that culture of togetherness that, um, I, I really want to foster that. I, I'm not yeah. that great at it, honestly, you know, I'm learning how to do that. And, and it's, sure. it's something that, you know, Amy, my operations manager and I have talked about a lot. Um, but that's another, you know, kind of, yeah why because I, I i love that i get to employ people and help them you know have their level of you know th th i help them provide for their families and sure you know on and on it goes so uh so yeah that's several several of those but yeah 
Um, totally. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. And I, again, resonate with a lot of what you said as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. So if you guys know what your why is, or if you're driving down the street and you have this aha moment and the light bulb goes off off and you realize your why moment, (laughs) we want to know. Tell us what your why is, if you know it. Like Travis said, you might not right away, but if you do, we want to know. And the best way to let us know what your why is and to have people support your why and to rally around your why and to support you as you pursue your why is to join the Facebook group, predatormancast.com slash Facebook. Let us know what your why is uh, because we want to know. Genuinely, we want to know what has brought you to the table and how we can help you get comfortable at the table and what we can do to provide you with the tools to succeed as you continue on this endeavor. Uh, because we, we, again, genuinely are, are in, in invested into your success, which is why the print on demand cast exists. So yep. as always guys, thank you so much for listening uh, to this week's episode. We hope that this was helpful. We hope that it was beneficial to you. And again, let us know what your why is if you guys have a question for us, you can let us know uh, on at the Facebook group. You can even shoot Travis and I an email info at printondemandcast.com and let us know um, what questions you have. Uh, again, if you like the content, if you like what you're hearing, if you want more of it and you want to support the show, the easiest way to support the show, printondemandcast.com slash shop. Grab yourself a shirt that is based off of a dad joke inevitably, but has been turned into a really cool design that you can wear and then tell your friends exactly what it means. Uh, we are, of course, appreciative of everything you guys do to support the show, even if it's just listening and subscribing as well. But know that the money that that we get from, from t-shirt sales just goes is reinvested right back into the show, into equipment, into doing live interviews, remote interviews, at trade shows, stuff like that. So if you want to help us achieve those goals and achieve part of our why, you like that? That's called full Ooh, circle. Uh, nice. to, achieve, to achieve part of our why, printonamancast.com slash shop is the easiest way to do it. And again, we say this every week. We are everywhere that podcasts are available to you wherever podcasts are. The POD cast is for your listening pleasure. So if you're happening to listen to us on iTunes, please leave us a five-star review. Uh, You don't even have to write anything, but if you do write anything, we might shout you out and feature Mm -hmm. you on an episode of the Print on Demand cast. And maybe on the fly, I'm bringing this up. Ah, yes, I think maybe ideas. Uh, The next person that posts a print on uh, a review on the Print on Demand cast on Apple and leaves a written review We'll get you a free T-shirt on us uh, of your choice. So let us know how you like the show and how things are going. If it's a three and a half star rating, we'll give you three quarters of a shirt. So it's got to be five stars (laughs) for the full shirt unless you just want to sleep. So that's, that is the rules and they are, they are stringently rigid. So leave us a five star (laughs) review uh, with a written review and let us know what you think. And as always, we'll be here again next week for your listening pleasure, pleasure. For Travis, I'm Josiah. We'll see you next week right here on the Print On Demand cast. See ya. Hey, babe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.
So Travis, I was, uh, I had, I had company here, uh, this last weekend and, you know, we of course had an air mattress and we're getting out the linens. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I found a 2000 year old grease stain the other day. 2000 years old. Wow. <laughs> I botched that joke so hard. 